0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Further Up, Further In podcast. This is Kayla, and I'm super excited. I have my friend Camille with me today. You to say hi? Yeah,
1: hey guys, I'm <laughs> Camille, and I'm here with Kayla today, excited to talk about my trip to Haiti this past summer.
0: Yeah, yeah, Camille um, just has a, a really cool story in general, but specifically, um, lord has been doing some really cool things over the past couple months in her life, um, and I'm just super excited that you're here to share with us today so um so yeah you were in Haiti for a month yeah um it's wild where where do you think like looking back your desire to like go overseas and stuff started
1: Yeah, so in high school, I um, read Kisses for Katie, um, and I know a lot of people have read that and have probably had a lot of the same aspirations and dreams um, coming from that that I have, (laughs) but um, basically, I just saw the beauty in surrendering your life to the Lord, sacrificing your desires and comforts and basic needs for the gospel, and so I've always been inspired by that. I didn't really, like, have, like, this, like dream where the lord told me that i was gonna go overseas forever and like have these like same stories and things play out in my life but knew that like if the lord was calling me to that 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 would be what i did and so whether it was for a month in haiti um during my junior or before my junior year in college or in 10 years for the rest of my life um i knew that if that's what the lord wanted me to do then that's what i would do and so i got to see a little bit of that and how life like that looked um for a month in Haiti this past
0: summer that's cool, that's cool, it's also it's just, it's really sweet to know how the Lord can use our yes to him, even when it's not something that we get super excited about, I remember fresh our freshman year um, you were actually thinking about going to Uganda for a little bit, yeah, um, and just wanting to do that, especially after having read Kisses from Katie and all that yeah. um, and just the Lord was kind of like No, not yet, and I think like we we've all experienced that, and even when the opportunity came, it was somewhere completely different. But the Lord has done far more abundantly with it than freshman year you could have imagined, and so it's just it's really really sweet to see what God can do with our yes. We we were literally just talking about this. I wasn't even thinking about this a second ago, but you know we were talking about when when Jesus feeds the five thousand, and we don't we don't ever really think about what kind of this kid that comes up with a couple loaves of bread and a fish and or two fish and you know there's thousands of people yeah. and they're like what are we going to do and there's this little pipsqueak that's like yeah. maybe I can help you and, yeah. and, and like could you imagine yeah. how dumb that looked yeah. like if I was one of the disciples I would have been like this dude like what <laughs> does he think he's doing but if, if he would have never offered his lunch if he would have never been willing to show up with what he had he would have never seen God multiply it beyond whatever he could think and yeah. so We want to, we want to do that with our yes, which kind of what we're going to be talking about today is, um, you know, we, we are made in the image of our father. We see our father as a creator and therefore we are creators Mm -hmm. and God gives us the opportunity to partner with him. And when we say yes, um, and, and start walking with him in the dreams that he's given us, he does far more abundantly than Mm -hmm. all that we could ask or imagine. Just like the little kindergartner with his, (laughs) with his lunch, um, So anyway, so yeah, so going to Haiti, you want to tell us about just like how that decision came, how the, the process looked of getting yeah. there and actually going?
1: Yeah, so um, like I said, knew that I wanted to go overseas eventually one day um, and had a couple of different opportunities, like Kayla said, uh, to go to Uganda. Um, different places in Africa but also Haiti and so the Lord just took away some options put laid out some more details and just showed me that Haiti was where I was supposed to be um, I had never flown before I had never gone out of the country and so um, that was a, a scary yes. yeah, And I yeah. had never uh, I cried a little leaving um, America and going to Haiti um, but I cried a lot more coming back so mm-hmm. um, but yeah uh, went to Haiti um, Ministry looked a little bit different than what I had seen it look like in the past there um, because I had been used to going on mission trips and having like a specific job or going out into the community every day. But um, the team, I was with a team of seven girls, and so um, we were technically interns with um, Future Generation International Missions there in Jack Mill, Haiti, and um, we had basically specific roles um well it didn't really look specific going into it but we each kind of found um our way and found something that we clicked with while when we got there and so my kind of specific role started out as being um kind of a photographer for our team and for um FGIM social media but specifically for um, this the updating the sponsorship photos for their orphanage they have an orphanage called faith house orphanage in jack Mill, haiti along with a school and a church okay. um and so i was just kind of all over the place with my camera um, doing whatever <laughs> they asked, getting little girls to smile for their sponsorship or sponsor, sponsor families and so um that's kind of like what my technical job was okay. but um one of our main jobs that we had as a team there in haiti um was getting preparing them. um Organization for summer teams that were going to be coming through. We were there for um, the month of May, basically, and so um, we, we were before the summer teams started coming through. And so we wanted one of our main things was getting the store ready for teams that were coming through because that's one of the big, the organization's biggest um, money pulling areas. And so for them to continue to run, they have to have some kind of financial stability. And so we were just kind of brainstorming on different ideas um, for for them to sell or us to make or whatever for their store um and we were like well scrunchies are coming back so we should <laughs> 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 we had a sewing class already in place for ladies that in the community and so um we were like what if we made scrunchies and we all sat down one day and cut a, cut up a walmart scrunchie <laughs> and figured out the pattern eventually um uh, brought it to the ladies at sewing class and <laughs> though they can't speak our language and we can't speak their language um did our best to explain it to them on how to make it and they took off with it and they um uh I eventually led the class with the the missionary that works there okay that's cool lives there full-time and so um I ended up somehow being um kind of in charge of that with her and um we uh just start we gave the ladies the directions and the thing to do and they worked so hard and Mm. were so diligent in showing up and um, kind of competitive with each other about (laughs) who could make the most scrunchies Um, which we had to be like slow down even though I would yell slow down and they wouldn't because they didn't know that I was saying slow down.
0: They probably Um, thought you were saying speed
1: up. (laughs) Yeah so uh, a little bit of stress there but um overall they worked so hard and they did so well in making scrunchies Uh, the average um, Haitian makes about ten dollars a day and so um, these ladies were pulling about a dollar dollar fifty for each scrunchie they made and so they were there an hour and made five to six scrunchies and so that's like maybe two hours and double that and so they were making pretty good money with these scrunchies or whatever they made in sewing class um and also, I don't think I've said this that they, um, the ladies were from Tent City, which is a, a where um, in two thousand ten there was an earthquake in Haiti that you probably all have heard about. Yeah. but really yeah. bad. Um, a lot of people refuge to Jack Mill Haiti, um, and went to tent, uh, they kind of formed this Tent City there. And um, but now, almost ten years later, it uh, has formed into kind of like concrete or plastic cardboard <laughs> cardboard walls and that they have put up around their tents. And so um, that's kind of um, what it looks like now, but they walk a couple miles there to uh, sewing class twice a week, and that's um, kind of what we did there. But yeah, that's kind of what um, my side of, uh, or what my role specifically looked like while we were there, and um, how uh, we got started with the scrunchies and the ladies were able to make money and um, stuff like that,
0: so yeah. Yeah, so what like, like just during your time there even, in your time coming back and kind of like processing through everything what were some kind of like I guess expectations that you had that weren't met or just like some questions that yeah that you had?
1: Yeah, so uh, coming in, um, I, like I said, I had never left the country and never flown before, but before that came from a really small town where everyone looked the same um, as me, and everyone acted the same, basically, and so I hadn't really seen much diversity in my life, so I expected Haitian, I, I heard Haitians, and I was like, well, wow. well, first of all, they have a different skin color than me, and they're yeah. different, and I don't think that we're really going to be able to relate. We don't speak the same language, and we don't there's just so many things logistically into the, according to the world that I saw as different. And so yeah. coming in, um, I was like, well, they're different. And so I don't really know how this is going to work or what conversations are going to look like our relationships, but the Lord was so faithful in providing relationships that were so hard to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, as we saw, as, as we left, we were just so thankful and so grateful that the Lord, we were able to look back and see that we had formed so many relationships, but going forward from my statement before about how I just viewed them as so different um, the Lord just showed me how untrue that was and um, uh, we mainly mainly focus on the girls in the orphanage who um, are 18 by law they have to transition out of the orphanage and okay. so we kind of discipled them and walked through um, what that would look like with them honestly we didn't know what that would look like really because we are not Haitians and yeah. we don't live there but yeah. so we walk, kind of walked through it all together um, with a little bit of guidance from people who live there full-time. But um, we spent a lot of time with them, and so getting to know them and having summer parties and all of these things, um, I just realized how similar we were and how— um, We laid in bed at night laughing about boys or dramas or all of these things (laughs) that I would be laughing and talking with about um, with my friends in in Auburn or at home. And so um, just saw that we are more similar than we are different and that we were created by the same creator and Mm. um, knit together for the same purpose. And how um, (laughs) our mission here is to to live and to share the gospel and to die to ourselves daily and surrender um, our lives and our desires and wants and needs to the Lord so that Mormon come to know Him and spend eternity with Him in heaven. And so I was able to see that, but through a totally different lens because I saw these people as different, but ultimately they were the same. And so that was something really cool that the Lord um, showed me through that and showed uh, just through those relationships.
0: Yeah, that's cool wow that is it's just really really beautiful just to even hear you said i think it's something that can be hard for a lot of people going overseas that haven't been before or even just like um people that have never been overseas but that are believers yeah. and have like misconceptions about it or or whatever you know it's it's really easy to think that life looks crazy different as a missionary or as a believer in a foreign place and this is so not true. Yeah. Like we see what Jesus said in the gospels of, you know, the first and greatest commandment is that you love the Lord yeah. your God. And the second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yeah. yourself. And that stays constant regardless of the language yeah. barriers or the food or wherever we are, you know, yeah. If you're in the states, in the your hometown, your call is to love yeah. God and love people. And if you're in Haiti, your call is to love yeah. God and love people. Yeah, and that's just cool.
1: And that kind of goes along with uh, one of the questions that my team and I asked ourselves a lot going into um, the into the month that we were there, but um, also while we were there and seeing the things that we saw is how can a good God allow these things to happen? These um, starvation and um, mm. poverty and just such. Uh, what on the outside looks like terrible lives and um we just questioned just driving through port au prince on the way to jack Mel, and just on the streets filled with um trash and just wandering people and just just wondering how our god how this god that we know um, who says he provides for us how can this happen and so um that it was really cool to be able to walk alongside of these people in haiti the people that we built relationships with and see Um, how they lived their lives in such surrender to the Lord and how, um, yeah, they didn't know where their next meal was coming from or they didn't know um, maybe where they were laying their head that night to sleep or didn't have clean clothes or so many things that we just put so much... um, emphasis on here in America like that we have to have or whatever but they still lived in such surrender and just watching them worship and watching them pray and maybe not being able to understand their testimony or see how the Lord's worked in their lives but be able to look at them and see that the Lord is working in their lives and being able to see that they they live their lives every day so that the gospel will be known by more and more and so whether that's walking through tent city or whether that's going to play soccer with their friends and inviting more to church, or mm. whatever it looks like with in their day-to-day lives of um, living in Haiti, but which is their reality, um, just seeing how how they lived in such surrender and how they had so much joy, um, because of the Lord, even though they didn't really have that much material things. And so that, that really convicted me and like made me check myself and like how I, I put so much of my identity or, um, just like so much of my life is revolved around material things or good food or, Mm -hmm. um, just space or whatever it may be like, um, just really convicted and saw like how, um, How I depend on those things so much and how these people didn't have them but they were so joyful and so confident in their savior and what he had done for them on the cross and ultimately that's all that matters and so just being able to see them live their lives like that whether I was able to understand the words that they said or not um was just really cool
0: yeah how sweet is it to know too of just for for any of our brothers and sisters that are believers anywhere um what unites us and brings Mm -hmm. us together as Christ is always going to be stronger than anything that could divide or separate us, whether that's like skin tone or social class or language or whatever, Mm -hmm. like the blood of Christ is stronger than that, Um, which is just really, really cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, So yeah, so leaving Haiti, Mm -hmm. coming back, what was that transition like? Yeah.
1: Leaving Haiti was really hard. Um, Like I said, the Lord was so gracious in providing friendships that were hard to leave, which was something that we didn't necessarily see or expect to happen. And Mm so um, saying all of our goodbyes and um, just like leaving this little place that we had called home was really hard. it was almost like we just thought that we had been there slash we're going to be there forever. Not that we never wanted to see our friends or family again. <laughs> at mom. <laughs> um, <but laughs> we uh, It was just really hard to leave these people that we had grown to love. And so... Um, leaving Haiti I didn't want to leave what I had learned in Haiti behind or didn't want to forget um, about these people or these things that I had learned and so I was just kind of thinking about what I could do what could I do going forth um, logistically and emotionally spiritually whatever it may be like what can I go forth doing that um, that isn't just forgetting about all that was just done in this past month and so got home and was sharing with my family and friends about the scrunchie class and um making so many scrunchies and how well the ladies had done and having some of my own on my wrists or in my hair about um <laughs> the, the ones that I had made and they were like you made that and I was like yes I made that I'm like, no you didn't and I was like yes I did gosh <laughs> listen to me <laughs> um but so that was really cool and so my my mom and my sister were like make me some and so I was like okay sure I'll make you some my grandmother just just happened to have a um sewing machine sitting around at home that I was able to to use and put to use because it probably hadn't been used in a while but um yeah I started making myself and my family and friends some scrunchies and then I was like well maybe I should try this Etsy thing like really doubted it but Um, Honestly, I've always, like, wanted to make things and to sell these. Just, like, that's kind of—I feel like that's kind of weird. But ever since I was little, I've always been—tried to be creative and tried to, like, (laughs) (laughs) be—use it in some way. And so um, that was just, like, the Lord preparing my heart and um, building dreams up. In my mind, since I was just a little girl, but, um, yeah, so I just was like, maybe I should try out the Etsy thing. I've actually secretly tried it out before it didn't work. Um, so I just was like, this isn't, this isn't going to work. Um, it was probably with something weird before, but, uh, the, I was like, this is, we're just going to try it out. We'll see. Um, and so I was like complaining to my mom, or not complaining, but I was just like, well, no one's bought any after I had made my Etsy account. I was like, it's probably not going to work. And so a few minutes later, like my phone dings and it says, you have sold your, or, first Etsy purchase and I looked at it and it was my mom and I was like (laughs) I was like yelled from the other room and I was like mom what are you doing and so ultimately I just had so much doubt in it and was like this is not going to work and this is just going to be kind of a fail but um the Lord took that and was like no Camille like I'm going to use this and that's exactly what he's done um slowly but surely I just had more and more and more sales um and have now sold almost a thousand scrunchies and made almost three thousand thirty-five hundred dollars $3,500 to um, go back to my friends in Haiti. And so the Lord has taken just a little bit and multiplied it by thousands. Mm-hmm. And so i um, just so grateful for that. So grateful for all that um, he's done and that he's allowed me to be a part of it. Um, I think it's easy for me to like get caught up in lies that I'm just like, um, Like not really on the front lines of like being able to be there, walk or walk and talk with my friends there every day. But knowing that um, I can be here in America thousands of miles away um, and still be able to make a small difference um, or ultimately the Lord making a small difference um, in their lives has really, really been a blessing. And I'm just thankful that the Lord has allowed me to be a part of it.
0: Mm -hmm. That's cool. Wow, that's so cool. So yeah, just for, for everyone listening, we do want to let you guys know, um, there is an Etsy shop, Yeah. and it has more than one sale on it, <laughs> it's awesome, it's yeah. updated very frequently, um, and these scrunchies are hot commodities yeah. so once a certain style is gone it's yeah. gone so be careful about that but yeah do you want to tell people just like how they can find it and access yeah that?
1: so um on instagram if you look up scrunchin underscore by that's scrunchin without a g i'm from the south so s-c-r-u-n-c-h-i-n underscore b-y Um, You can find us on Instagram there, and through Instagram, you can click on the link in our bio to our Etsy shop, um, which is also called Scrunch and Buy. Or you could just go to Etsy and search Scrunch and Buy. It probably will come up eventually somewhere in there, um, as we've been pretty successful with about 600 sales.
0: Which is crazy. Yeah,
1: so crazy. Way come really far from my mom buying that first one
0: but um <laughs> and the the rest of the 600 aren't just your mom yeah like, we just no. want to clarify that
1: <laughs> yeah not for my mom thank goodness i've actually even sent some international so that's really cool yeah. um but yeah so you can go to instagram click the link in my bio um you can there's follow a, the
0: instagram page yeah
1: follow the instagram um share it with take your some friends. pictures of the scrunchies that you buy and order and we'll give you a little shout out on our account um, they do but,
0: giveaways yeah frequently. we do giveaways
1: we actually just had one in um this past week so yeah um it's there's always something new on there it's a little busy and i can't always get back to all of my messages and um questions or whatever but if you have any questions just send me a dm and i'll try to get back to you um on there but yeah instagram is our main source of um communication yeah and so um also where people find our instagram the most through different giveaways
0: and stuff but yeah and you're doing more than just scrunchies now
1: yeah um so now i've started doing um bracelets which um isn't super big but uh they don't sell as much as the scrunchies do but they are just kind of the rainbow beaded bracelets that you can customize them and get the a word that um means a lot to you or is something that you're trying to learn um or a Bible verse or whatever it may be, um, yeah. just something on your wrist as a reminder, um, which has been cool for me and also for my friends and just being able to like gift them with those things and that having the Lord like, speak through those um, different things but yeah, we sell bracelets and also chokers um, maybe more things in the future. Hope I hope that it will grow and yeah. um, continue to grow. And I know that uh, the Lord has been faithful thus far, and that He will continue to be faithful through it. Um, because ultimately, this is bringing Him glory, and this is providing for um, His people. And yeah. so, yeah. Uh, I know that He's a part of it, and that He's amidst of um, He is amidst of it. So.
0: so that's kind of the next thing that we want to talk about too. Is I just to let people know, Camille, when when people visit the shop when they buy scrunchies when they buy chokers and stuff like that how is this playing a part
1: yeah Um, so yeah (laughs) um scrunchies vary from about 350 to four dollars but all of that money is going to Haiti and so um like I said earlier ten dollars a day is on average what a Haitian makes and mm so us sending that much money it's helping um it's like three fifty four dollars. That that just that is doing so much to um, go towards the girls at the orphanage who have become some of my sweetest friends. Mm-hmm. Um, the orphanage moms that um, help take care of the girls, also the organization, and um, just providing food and church and electricity and all of the things that it takes <laughs> to run a nonprofit. Um, it goes into all of that and. Um, it provides jobs for uh, the Haitians in the community. No. Different there's like an office, so there's office jobs. There's um, uh, maids there that um, cook and clean um that for the girls but also they have a guest house for teams that are coming and so um and at the orphanage it provides a home and a place and even the school um mm. teachers and um education which is so important yeah um which is another thing that I learned how I shouldn't be um skipping out and <laughs> and <laughs> procrastinating so much here uh, at school but um Ooh, I'm yeah. feeling convicted yeah. So, um, yeah, your money is going to help these people. They also they just bought land and are building um, a new building, putting all of the school orphanage and um, the church all in the same lands because wow. the girls have to travel about 15, 10 miles um, on a little tiny Ford Ranger truck. Ooh. They put thirty three girls in the back of it. You should see. Holy cow! Um, I wish I could show you a picture, but <laughs> they are all piled on top of each other, getting through, and they are fine with it they're just like yeah. bumping along the roads like it's nothing and so um be letting them all be able to be on the same um grounds is super important and um, is what they're working towards right now and so um, money is also going towards that and um, helping them build um giving them funds to buy what yeah. they have because they're kind of on a stand stand off waiting on uh waiting on the funds to come in and so just for us to be able to put a small dent in the the funds that are needed there, um, I know will be a blessing to them and um, will ultimately bring glory to the Lord, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, so you guys make sure you go check out the Instagram page and follow it, um, the Etsy shop and buy scrunchies, buy scrunchies for your friends, (laughs) buy scrunchies for your mom, share it with people because not only do you get really, really cool handmade items, you you then know every single day that you wear this scrunchie or this bracelet or whatever that you are helping some women somewhere else make scrunchies and learn about the gospel and make a living um, just through something as simple as purchasing a scrunchie. Um, And and I think that's something else that we want to remember too, is um, this this organization in Haiti, the the work that the Father is doing there, it is going to continue advancing Mm -hmm. whether anyone listening buys a scrunchie or not. Mm -hmm. The question is, are you going to jump on the opportunity that the Father has given you to be a part of it? Yeah. Because they're not going to be the ones missing out. You yeah. are. And so so it's just a really cool opportunity to be a part of something much bigger mm-hmm. than yourself. Also, another thing I wanted to say, too, is you're talking about sharing a picture and wishing you could show a picture. You usually do post pictures on the Instagram yeah, account from too. Haiti. Yeah. So if you do want to see pictures of Haiti, go True. follow the Instagram Good account. Good point, Kayla. Um yeah for sure okay so now kind of kind of segueing into something a little bit different we just we scrunching by has been amazing and it's been so cool to see the father do so much with it and so now we kind of want to talk about what we said at the beginning that our father is a creator we are made in the image of a creator therefore we are made to create and you'll notice like I noticed through your story when we talk about it piece by piece Mm -hmm. it seems really logical it seems like a really natural transition so like I love God I'm a believer. I read a Christian book that was about missions, and then it got me amped about missions. So then I started looking at mission opportunities. Nothing worked out. I found something through my college that worked out of going to Haiti. I went to Haiti. I made friends. We made scrunchies. It was really fun. Mm -hmm. I got back. I wanted something to do that was still connected with Haiti. I learned how to make scrunchies there. I made scrunchies here. People asked me to make them scrunchies. I made them scrunchies. I tried making an Etsy shop before it didn't work out. I made another Etsy shop with my scrunchie. Like, it just, it mm-hmm. seems like a very logical transition. Like, it yeah. was, like, baby steps each way. Yeah. But if somebody would have told you a year ago <sighs> that you were going to have a scrunchie shop yeah. right now on Etsy, yeah. you would have probably laughed at him, and been like, yeah. no way, that sounds <laughs> insane.
1: Yeah.
0: But it's it's crazy how the Father invites us mm-hmm. to partner with Him in these dreams to share the gospel in all these different ways through you know just like on the street evangelism to Mm -hmm. selling scrunchies or whatever it is and and it's things that really aren't that big of a deal you know Camille and I were talking about it earlier like it wasn't that hard it seemed like a big thing but once we start taking steps following it even that's true about this podcast like it seemed like a really big thing but like Mm -hmm. once we we started taking steps to partner with the father in this it It wasn't that hard it wasn't that big of a deal and so we just want to challenge you guys to to really think about what the father has given you in regards to talents passions skills and how is he asking you to partner with him to use that to share the gospel um how how can you use what he's given you to let people know about how good he is, to inspire them, right? Just like you guys were able to teach the women yeah. in Haiti to start making scrunchies, and now they do it, and they're learning about Jesus through it, and they're teaching others about Jesus yeah. through it. Who would have thought scrunchies? Yeah. Yeah. When somebody made a scrunchie for the first time 50 years ago, who would have <laughs> thought? People are gonna learn about Jesus through this. Yeah. Um, but they are, and there's, there's nothing that's beyond the realm of God's control to use to shape the nations for who yeah. he is and so so what is that for you we we want to let you know that there's nothing that's too crazy and and really like the enemy is going to come at you making you think it's this really big deal that it's going to be really hard um and honestly that probably a lot of people aren't going to jump on board do you want to talk about just for a minute like just some of the like fears and doubts yeah. that you experience like yeah throughout the transition um.
1: Coming into it, I was kind of embarrassed about, honestly, about having a scrunchy website or Etsy business or being creative or like, trying to be creative and not being creative like that fear of what would happen or what would people think of me if it was a fail and so I didn't follow anyone that I knew um (laughs) coming because I was trying to like build followers and get more awareness but so I was like following like random girls Mm -hmm. (laughs) all over the place or different Etsy shops that um already had a lot of followers or Things like that, so I didn't really tell anyone that I was doing it, afraid of fear of failure or fear fear of people laughing at it or making yeah. fun of it, which is so dumb because the Lord has been so glorified through it. Um, but that's just an example of how <laughs> so often we can let uh, fears of what people are going to think or what um, what how we will fail or what how people will see us fail um, let us keep it let it keep us from doing things um, that will be good in the end, and so. Um, yeah, but, yeah, I believed a lot of lies. Like I said, I was like, man, no one's bought any. And then my mom, I was like, seriously, my mom bought my first scrunchie? Because I was like, no one's going to buy any. Um, and so, yeah, until other people bought some, that was kind of um, embarrassing. But, yeah, <laughs> I believed a lot of lies about it and about what the Lord could and would do through it. Um, but the Lord has chosen to use it and chosen to use me. So, um, definitely has put those lies um, to
0: quiet and so yeah um, yeah I think that's something too we just we want to remember that even if it would have ended there right with like just your mom buying (laughs) scrunchie that was it and you're like all right I'm taking it down I'm done um the steps of partnering with the father up until that point would have been worth it yeah and so even even if it's just I, I think maybe like being willing to try something yeah. and get out there, like the Lord is going to teach you more about himself. Yeah. He's going to show up. Um, just like we talked about at the beginning with the, the fish and the bread. You know, we see Jesus feeds the 5,000. A couple chapters later there's some more fish and some more bread and mm-hmm. he feeds 4,000. Was yeah. the point that he fed less people the second time? No. The point was that he still took a little bit and yeah. multiplied it. It doesn't matter what, he multiplies it yeah. out to um, you. Yeah. So yeah, I, um, I, was, I was looking up this scripture while you were reading i think camille thought i was texting somebody or something yeah. but i was yeah, it's i wasn't I, w- I was texting the lord no i'm just kidding um, but i was i was thinking about this while you were talking earlier it just like it is the lord who plants these dreams and these desires in us. you talked about like from from a really young age like wanting to do something like this and having no idea what it would look like mm-hmm. and so It's the Lord that gives us these things. And sometimes it can be really easy to believe that it is the Lord that like starts the work, Mm -hmm. but then it's up to us to maintain or sustain the work, which is so not true. The Lord is faithful to finish the things that he starts. Um, He is faithful to maintain them, Mm -hmm. to grow them as he seems fit, to shrink them as he seems fit. And honestly, to ruin our ideas of success, Mm -hmm. you know, because really, if one person buys a scrunchie and they hear your story and it changes the way they see Jesus mm-hmm. or it inspires them to go overseas, yeah. that's worth more than yeah. 600 scrunchies being yeah. sold, you know? And so the Lord just takes our whole idea mm-hmm. of success and blows it to smithereens. But um, I really love this passage in Deuteronomy. Um, in, in chapter 6, it says—this is this is God speaking—and um, He says, When I bring you into the land I swore to your fathers, a land with large flourishing cities that you didn't build, houses filled with all kinds of good things that you didn't provide, wells that you did not dig, vineyards and olive groves you did not plant. Then when you eat and are satisfied, be careful that you do not forget me who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. And then two chapters over in Deuteronomy 8, um, it says... And so it's just like, man, like I want to remember that it is the Lord who starts the work. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm living in houses that I did not build. I'm like eating food that I did not plant. I didn't harvest it. And everything that I have is from the Lord. And so even the idea to start something like this is from the Lord, let alone any of the success that comes with it. There's a verse in Isaiah 26 um, that says, like, all we have accomplished is from you. And so I, I just want to remember that so much more of just, like, the, even the desire to create is from the Father. And yeah. so, of course, like, the success or the failure, like, I'm not blaming that on God, but it's just, like, I, I'm not responsible for it. And that's yeah. really freeing.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: so, yeah. 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 Sorry, that was a lot. But I was thinking about that while you were talking. I was like, yeah. this is good. Yeah. Um, cool. Do you have anything else that you want to share any last minute life tips or um what about scrunchie maintenance tips how long do you think (laughs) a typical scrunchie could last i
1: don't know um i honestly don't know i've i don't know if i mentioned this but this whole process that i've been talking about has been over the course of let's see may june july august so september about four or five months yeah um so i've i've had scrunchies for four or five months i never used scrunchies before and so um well i'm learning these things or that specifically maybe with the rest maybe of these, so. part
0: of this was also the lord being like you need a new hairstyle yeah. like we need we need to update this yeah. <laughs> so he's like scrunchies uh, are the way we're gonna go um also just to let you guys know for those of y'all listening camille and i go to Auburn and. Um, scrunchies are definitely back here now I don't know if it's just the way it was going or specifically because of scrunching by and so I want to say that whatever campus you're on or whatever even even if you're in your 60s and you work in an office or something like that Start the trend. Yeah. Go to scrunch and buy. Yeah, my mom wears them.
1: And yeah. my grandmother. My there grandmother you go. Wears them.
0: There you go. Be she like Camille's grandmother. My grandmother
1: has been a really huge help in helping me. She, I actually have four stores at home that have scrunchies in them. I don't think I mentioned that. But no. my grandmother yeah. keeps all of those running with scrunchies. And so. That's awesome. Um alongside of etsy we do have uh them put in different stores yeah like retail locations um, headland alabama which many of you probably don't know (laughs) where it is (laughs) but uh yeah so my grandmother um has been a huge help and huge um that's cool blessing in all of this and helping me get it done because i wouldn't have been able to do it without her
0: Yeah. yeah also um something else too is just um you know like you were talking about earlier the best way to like communicate is through like direct messages on Instagram and Mm -hmm. stuff like that if you guys are looking and you have ideas about you know like you see the scrunchies or the chokers or the bracelets and you're like man I really wish like you had this like yeah direct message Camille let me know let her know she'll make it happen (laughs) and it'll support people in Haiti yeah or yeah just yeah just let her know um wow this has been really fun yeah this has been good Do you have anything else that you want to say um other than telling people to buy scrunchie
1: yeah uh thank you for letting me come and for letting me me talk about this i'm not gonna lie i was really nervous so i hope that uh i got all of what i was thinking across to y'all but um yeah thank y'all for listening and for yeah tuning in um the lord's really done a lot through scrunching by and i know that he's going to continue to do a lot through it and has just taught me about himself a lot um so yeah
0: yeah yeah Ephesians three twenty says now to him who's able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or imagine um and we truly believe that we believe that he is constantly doing far more than what we could ask or imagine not just than what we do ask or imagine yeah. but even more than we could yeah. ask or imagine um yeah. and and we really believe that and so um yeah if you guys have any questions about scrunching by or just about camille and her story you can contact them on the instagram page or you can send us an email um it's come further up at gmail.com you can direct message us on instagram at come further up but but yeah Yeah. so thanks so much for being here camille thank you thank you guys for tuning in buy a scrunchie buy a choker buy a bracelet start the trend they're back (laughs) um yeah or
1: remember where the money's going. Yeah,
0: remember where the money's going. It's going to Haiti. It's going to a really good cause. And also remember, um, just the Lord can do way more than we think when we show up with what mm-hmm. He's given us. Just like the the pip squeak with yeah. some bread and some fish. Um, <laughs> and so we wanna we wanna encourage you guys, whatever dream it is that the father's planted in your heart, um, walk with him in it. What does it look like to take steps of obedience in that? What does it look like to trust that the ability for it to grow rests on him and not on you. Whew, that's a big one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we want you guys to ask those questions. We want you guys to to start walking with the Lord in those things. So um, yeah, Camille, thanks so much again for yeah. being here.
1: Thank you. Dear. And um,
0: yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you next time.